Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. That's uh, my man Patrick playing jams intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who might have had a tough weekend. Um, well, we had a great weekend because we're watching tons of great uh, sports action between Game 7, uh, the Warriors winning Game 7, beating the Sacramento Kings. Also, uh, hell, second round of NBA playoffs have also started up as well. And we know now our second round matchup between the Warriors and the Lakers is going to be epic. I hope it's epic. I hope it's not a letdown. I'm expecting it to be a great matchup, but... We could we could end up with you know a dud of a matchup too. I think it's going to be a epic one. They'll go six games at least. Yeah. They end up going seven. Uh, but we'll get into that NBA uh, review of these uh, game seven, where Steph Curry scored fifty points and put the Warriors on his back to lead them uh, to a big win. Um, one thing we were talking a lot about uh, in the break, we haven't talked a ton about it because we haven't had time to really examine the entire draft uh, and all the teams who may have won and lost the draft. We'll get into that tomorrow, probably a little bit more in depth. Right now, we're just talking about the micro Texas Longhorns, Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans. Um, who, who, in your opinion, might have won the NFL draft? Do you think a team won it? Or do, and you don't have to admit if that's the team. I'm going to admit it. It's in my division. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the Eagles, in your opinion? They're by far. Okay. Just because of the moves that they made. And one person that we did not talk about was Keely Ringo. They got Keely Ringo, they too. Got the corner Another too. Georgia player. Five. You remember when they used to call the Detroit Lions and the Seattle uh, uh, Seahawks Longhorns North? Because mm-hmm. Longhorns, you were one of them, mm-hmm. ended up on those teams. That is what Philadelphia just decided to do for the Georgia Bulldogs. And this is what makes it even better. And I hate saying it. Just like those times when the Texas Longhorns were riding high and those players were going to the league, like yourself, getting to the league, Sean Rogers doing all that stuff, that's what this is happening. Y'all had great teams at the University of Texas. Georgia had an unbelievable defense for multiple years. Why not go get those guys? And the other part of it is, how many times have we always heard heard people say, man, just think if that Alabama team was playing one of the terrible teams in the NFL. They they would go out there and battle them, and they would be – no, they wouldn't. They would have got beat. But the fact of the matter is these guys got better each step of the way. And if you put those guys together defensively that can go and attack and hit people – this is going to be gold, and that's why I'm upset that the Cowboys didn't take a chance on Nolan Smith. That was a guy that was at the edge that you could have went and got at that time. I'm not mad at him. I'm not, not mad, mad at the Mozzie. Mozzie, but, but he you, was you right pre- there. You would have preferred was, Nolan Smith over Mozzie Smith. Yes. 
Wrong Smith. Wrong Smith. Wrong, wrong Smith. Just wrong like Smith. the wrong Tyler last year. <laughs> I, I will throw out, I think this Pittsburgh Steelers had a low key, not a lot of picks. I Agreed. think they did really, really well for what so they too. were doing. To not basically be overpot committed, not trying to trade back into this draft too much. That's a good point. But just have some guys fall to them that are going to be good players. And I know we know he said with Darnell Washington that there is the red flags of the injury issues. But how far do you let a guy slide when you just go, hey, man, this guy may not make our roster anyway. Let's go take a tight end that could be something special to put up with Kenny Pickett. And then a shout-out to the Patriots for taking a kicker and a punter. Oh, solid, man. Solid move, Patriots. <laughs> man, Bill the- Belichick is – Bill Belichick, someone needs to give him that Alzheimer's test, What man. round did they take the punter kicker, do you remember? They took the kicker in the, the fourth and the punter in the sixth. The fourth is a kicker in the third. I remember that because yeah. my mother-in-law was upset. Well, and, and, <laughs> and I saw and I saw dropping F ball, and I saw Kyle happen. Shanahan talking to him. He's like, "Hey, man, you must be pretty good if we're taking you this early." I get, yeah, I, was, I, I ain't gonna lie because they only had that was their first pick was yeah. the third round. Hey, their first pick was a kicker. <laughs> I believe mean, they were picking the first and the second. Yeah, yeah I thought that was weird. He, he was their second pick. Oh, second pick, okay. But they had they is out both in the third round, right? Yes. Okay. Well, because yeah. he was they have all those uh They're like the compensatory picks. Yeah, the compensatory and they have picks. the uh oh that the Rooney Rule picks too. Yep. Yeah, that Rooney Rule slash compensatory yeah, picks. Yeah, so that was in all those yeah, those yeah. picks. They, they wouldn't have had anything if not for those. Yeah. Pretty no, much. But yeah, no, that was but the the Patriots in the fourth round took a kicker and the sixth round took a punter. Uh no. I throw out another that's team a, that's guys? a special one. That I think might have. It's just, if you look at the draft and then what they're adding to their team from the draft, the Seattle Sea Chickens, man. Mm-hmm. From Seahawks, man. I mean, that's a damn good look. They got the cornerback, Devon Witherspoon the from Illinois. It's supposed to be awesome. It comes downhill and likes then to they, hit. Right? They got Jackson Smith in Jigba. Yep. But now in that offense, you got in Jigba to team up with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Mm. Ooh. That's uh, that's dangerous. What? That's dangerous. Wow! And they you got the saying? the running back. Uh, I, I always mispronounce his name. Is it Charbonnet? Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Thank his you. His dad was my roommate. Are you serious? Yeah, Mark. What? Break that yeah. down. Small, yeah. Break that down some more. We were we were roommates when we played for Montreal Expos organization. Wow. We were in Double A together. That is so freaky. Yeah, I thought to send him a text and told him congratulations. Huh? Yeah. You he, never... remember he was a Michigan guy. He originally went to Michigan he and then he transferred back to UCLA. Wow. Well, I say back because they're from California. Okay. So nice. Yeah. Man, I told you Harris knows every damn guy. <laughs> and and it all the time. And let's go over to say uh, good job for Miami getting the fastest running back to add to all of their track stars. Yep. Yeah. Um that's I mean, that's just why Mike McDaniel wants to do it, man. He's gone they got the fastest team in the league and he keeps adding to it. Like, yep. they don't have the title already. <laughs> it's like, no doubt. It's like, hey, man, you're already the fastest. You don't have to keep adding to the, the speed demons that you already have. But, yeah, Miami is – that's just a team that you just don't want to let them get behind you. Yep. Yeah, you're going that, – that's what he – basically, he wants you to play scared that's against your, that's Miami. Your guy. And I would, I would play scared against them. I'd back my safeties up. Corners, y'all back up, man. We'll we'll allow them to complete the underneath, but we can't have them just running over the top of us like that. And yep. that's what they will threaten to do, no question. But I, yeah, we'll get into that tomorrow about some of the draft picks that we actually liked, um, of some of the drafts overall that we liked aside from the Cowboys and the Texans. But yeah, I mean, that's there were some teams that no no question uh, got better. I like what the Ravens actually did. Strangely enough, yeah. Well, it started because they got Lamar they Jackson got, signed back. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm they saying? That one. day it was like, okay, yeah. let's go. And then they got receiver. And then they got receiver. They That's got right. him. It was Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers yeah, yeah, the Boston receiver. I actually yep. like Zay Flowers. So I'm a big fan. 
Oh, well, yeah, they got Zay Flowers, and and then they also uh, got Trenton Simpson, the linebacker mm-hmm. out of Clemson, third round. So I thought they had a decent draft too, but they went mostly defense. They got one. No, they got they got him a guard too. They got they, they got a, they got a guard and a tackle in the sixth and the seventh round. We're talking about high. Uh, high level uh, draft capital to spend on offensive players. They did it with the first round receiver, so I'll give them that. But after that, they pretty much went uh, heavy defense. All right, so we'll get into some of uh, the draft reviews and the draft grades from all around the NFL. We'll do that tomorrow when we have some time. Let's go back to the NBA, gentlemen. Talk about that Game 7 performance by Steph Curry. 50 points in Game 7. He had 10 in the first quarter, 10 in the second quarter, 14 in the third quarter, and 16 points in the fourth quarter. He would not be denied. He played like a man possessed uh, and did not wait on his teammates to join him. He decided that he was going to uh, put that team on his shoulders. I'm sure his back hurts for a lot of reasons. But <laughs> definitely because he was carrying the Golden State Warriors uh, last night, but a hell of a performance. man. You're talking about the most points scored, a record uh, for most points scored in a game seven with 50. Uh, he's also the, he ties, I think, Carl Malone for the most points scored in a playoff game by somebody 35 years or older. Too. Yeah. Um, man, it's hard to think that he's 35 years old, but he is. Um, uh, made even more impressive. Their defense was legit, too. They held Sacramento to 37% shooting from the field, 25% shooting from three-point range. So their defense did show up, but uh, it was more about Steph and what he was able to do. He was a Category 5 force of nature. Yeah, and that's why he was the player that he – that's why he's the player that he is. When you start thinking about what Steph Curry and what he means to – uh, that organization. And remember, this was a guy that came into the league and everybody was like, well, how, how is he in the league? Like, he's, he, oh, he got drafted because of his daddy. Oh, he got all this. Steph was lighting people up when he was at Davidson. Sometimes you got to take a different route before you can get to where you mm-hmm. need to be. So when you see these types of guys and what he's created for himself, how he's become this uh, type of player, MVP, Putting a team on his back is something that we've all been talking about with him. And it was long overdue. He needs some help. Clay was supposed to help him. Mm-hmm. Clay yeah. was supposed to help him, and he did not help him. Jordan Poole got the bag and was supposed to be a part of the success story. They win the championship last year, and now all of a sudden Steph is trying to avoid the Giannis situation where you come in and you get into the championship and win, and then all of a sudden like the, the Bucks had the best record and get bounced. Steph was like, I can't get bounced. I can't let these young bucks come out here and pass me up. I I love what De'Aaron Fox was able to do. Malik Monk showed a lot. You talked about Sabonis earlier, Patrick. But the thing about it was Steph was like, I cannot lose and relinquish this to these young cats. No, and I mean, if you want to talk about Steph Curry, too, coming in the league, he had a few years at the beginning of his career where he was an okay player, but he wasn't the player he is now, not even close to it. And so there was questions of, is he a shooting guard? Is he a point guard? Are we going to keep him? And then he kept injuring his ankles over and over and over. And it got so bad that he would injure his ankles with no one around him, just like coming up the court. He would roll his ankles. And there was he went in to have a surgery, uh, and it was like the third or fourth surgery he'd had in a few years on his ankles. And the doctor basically told him, like, look, we can't keep doing this. Because basically we're just having to retighten the tendon, and we're just stretching this tendon so tight it's not going to work. He worked with a trainer who helped him learn how to move with his hips instead of his feet mm-hmm. and start mm-hmm. moving in a different way. That's amazing. And he had to do a lot of work to basically learn how to build back muscles, move in a whole different fashion. But that's how it's, it started going to that. Then you add in Steve Kerr coming in as a coach 
and the system he's able to bring in and all these pieces come together and how he has to work so hard to rehab his injuries, kind of just working on shooting motion and things like that, all of it comes together and he becomes a player he is now. It's fascinating. So to, when you watch all that to happen, you see a guy who what's crazy is early in his career, he wouldn't have been able to finish that series when it started to get physical. That was the problem is he just wasn't healthy. He wasn't sturdy enough. He's worked really hard to put on enough muscle and and get in shape enough that he's able to play those long minutes and at his advanced age in basketball still be able to go out there and put up 40 and play long minutes. <laughs> and that's chasing De'Aaron Fox around as well. And then they knew to go after De'Aaron Fox. And they go, man, these young guys, they're not, they don't have the experience down yet to know when to step away and when to back mm-hmm. off. And they got De'Aaron Fox in foul trouble. And if you're going to say Steph Curry's going to put up 50 and De'Aaron Fox is going to have an off night and we're going to get him in foul trouble, it's a hard hill to climb for, for Sacramento. That's The experience yep. definitely showed uh, for Golden State. Yeah. There is no doubt about it. And uh, and I think, honestly, Sacramento is going to be not back. They're, they're going to be back into this uh, into championship conversation. People thought they could make a run this year. This is their first time actually being, you know, uh, now considered to be a playoff contender where they broke – then they break the record. They had the longest drought mm-hmm. in major American team sports prior to the Jets now having, but prior to making the playoffs this year, they held that record. So this is their first time having to play at this level. Uh, all these really young guys, they have, you look at De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk, uh, Huerta, uh, Sabonis. All these guys are like 27 years old mm-hmm. or younger. Keegan Murray. I mean, yeah. They're really young guys. Yeah. So they, they got a nice core of guys they put together and I'm not sure they thought they would be this good this quick and so maybe they're ahead of schedule they, too they, yeah they are right they're well they just brought in Mike Brown you they, know what I'm they saying like they take a little yeah, bit longer yeah. just, you know, and, and Mike Brown what he's done I mean like a guy like Trey Lyles is a perfect example Trey Lyles, yes. Trey Lyles has been around this league for a little Agreed. bit and he has always underperformed he's always been that guy that you go man we see what he has but he just can't consistently come out there and do it and he was a big part of the series, especially when Sabonis got in, started to get in foul trouble. And when he started to disappear, yep. Trey Lyles kept him in some of these games. So when you see that and the coaching that Mac, that Mike Brown has been able to do to get a guy like Trey Lyles to play up that level, that's something really special because it gets you and Malik Monk playing better. It gets Keegan Murray to a halfway through a series where he's basically non-existent in this series. And halfway through, somehow it clicks for him, and he starts to be able to make an impact that's a lot of coaching right there, and I think Mike Brown has done a lot to get this team to where they're at, and, and the future looks bright from there. Unanimous yeah. coach of the year. He is unanimous. And so everybody agreed with everything you said, but I was like, nah, man, this guy's done a phenomenal job. And we don't even yeah. have a discussion about any other coach uh, because the coach of the year in everybody's eyes, unanimity uh, was Mike Brown. And you know, speaking of just guys who have stepped up and played at a really high level that I think is going to help Golden State in this series versus the Lakers – He's got to have a big series for his Lakers. Is Kevin Kevon Looney? Yep, man, he is. He's really stepped it up. He's doing some dirty work. He had, I think, he had ten offensive rebounds in that last game, game yep. seven. Um, he had twenty-one total rebounds. Uh, I believe that's his second twenty rebound performance of this series. Then he had a, another twenty-one rebound performance earlier, didn't he? Yeah, his last five games against the Kings, he's had twenty, fourteen, twenty-two, thirteen, and twenty-one rebounds. Damn, he's had three twenties. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, Man, he, he's got to play like that against the Lakers, though. He's going to be. He's got to go up against AD. AD. Exactly. He's gonna be yep. all that and more because if he's not, they got no shot because AD is playing at an extremely high level. No, and I'll yep. tell you, any GM in the any coach in a GM in bas- in the NBA, if you said I'm 
going to get you a guy who wants to put up 20 rebounds and you don't have to pass him the ball. Be like, what? Hmm. what? That's I'm gonna get, you got two of them? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now nah, you're right about Y'all that. Y'all got two for ones over there? <laughs> That's a great yeah. point. I never thought about that. Yeah. He, he takes pride in it. He counts. He I mean, his points are mostly putbacks. Yeah. That's all like, of he's his points. Really they don't run the in, ball through him. No. And so yeah. you're saying there's a guy who will play hard defense for you. He will hustle for everything and get all these rebounds. And you don't have and he doesn't have to be part of the offense. That's really big for, yep. for trying to find a team where you have so many guys that need to touch the ball in this offense. And that's why it's great because, yeah, you have guys that can score for you. You're not really worried about that. You actually need somebody like Kevon Looney going up against AD, mm-hmm. going up against the Lakers, somebody who can well, protect and, the rim and also can go up against and bang with AD. And that's the other part is when you do that, you allow Draymond Green to rotate onto some other players as well and not have to stay defensively onto AD, whereas if you don't have a Looney playing good minutes – then Draymond Green has to sit on AD and try and knock him out of the game. Now, and then you have the point of you can have Draymond or Looney on him pretty much the entire game because especially if they're going to keep bringing Draymond off the bench. Yeah. Now that is a 40 minutes of, hey, man, it doesn't matter who you've got in there at power forward or center. We got a guy who can go in there and defend him. Mm. Uh, my question for the Lakers in the series would be their role players. Uh, and they've been great in the playoffs, but I don't know if I trust their role players the deeper they get into the playoffs. The Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, Kevon Looney is kind of one of my big concerns. Like, how do you counter what AD brings to the table? It's, yeah. it's hard like, to do that. And, you, and, I don't and, think you're going to be able to. Yeah, but uh, exactly. Piecemealing yeah. it and kind of just yeah. throwing, throwing uh, obviously, different players at him. Kevon Looney, Patrick just brought up Draymond Green and Looney. That's going to be part of the solution. I just think if Kevon Looney's having a bad series, you no, you got no chance to match up with AD. He's playing his best basketball. Yep. That's going to give you a real advantage going into that matchup. No, not about an advantage. It'll give you a shot well, going into that matchup. Yeah, and I mean, you really look. It's LeBron and Steph Curry, and then we go, all right, once we get past that, now it goes into, I mean, AD, is he going to show up in all these games? He's not consistent. Klay Thompson hasn't been consistent. Draymond hasn't been consistent as a scorer. He's been pretty good as a defender through these series. And I mean, we don't know Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura. We can't. You can't rely on these guys to be twenty-five point scorers a game. That's my worry. Jordan Poole, you can't rely on him to be a scorer anymore. No. So you just look at this and go, who's going to show up? Is Wiggins going to be able to come in and play at a high level because he's a player that should be playing at that level? Yep. He needs to be for them to make a run at the title. I think the Warriors have more pieces that their their floor is still better than what the Lakers' floor can be because Rui Hachimura can have a five-point game and Austin Reeves can have a five-point game. And I don't think Klay Thompson, I think he had a bad game and he still had 16 or something. And Wiggins didn't have a great game. He had 17. I think your floor on the the Warriors, Jordan Poole, all these guys, their floor is a little bit higher than the Lakers. So you're going to have to see if though if Austin Reeves and Achimura and whoever else is coming off this bench – for the Lakers can really step it up and play consistently for five, six, seven games. Well, the other part of it is, too, what is what is uh, AD going to do as far as being health? Yeah. They sent a text right here, street clothes himself. Yeah. I mean, like, what 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 is he going to be able to bring? So to offset what you were saying, if he goes down, then you're just playing with Looney anyway. 
So you don't know who's going to be that other guy. Who do they even bring off the bench? Is this going to be the time where we see Tristan Thompson? I'm wow. kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Hey, we ain't seen Mo Bamba. Yeah, and Mo Bamba no, hadn't been a part of it not either. Not Mo Bamba at all. He, no, he I, must not be picking up the offense good enough. Yeah, I don't think he's just – he hasn't figured out how to fit in with, with AD and with LeBron. But I'll tell you this. I, I think California in the L.A., uh, San Francisco area is going to be sold out of ice – because the ice tubs are going to be going <laughs> <Exactly>. heavy <laughs> for this series. A lot of old men. A lot of, a lot a lot of men guys, after the game. Man. You're going to see a lot of limping after games. <laughs> yep. No, but, I, love and I think there's another deal, though. You're going to see this this Warriors team see if they can run on the Lakers because the Lakers can move, but that it's they're not the most athletic team. You saw that against the Memphis Grizzlies. They exposed that. And yeah. they are going to try and run on this Lakers team and just try and wear them out so we get to the fourth quarter and it's LeBron and AD worn out versus Steph Curry, who we just know can he can go all day. Energy, yep, he can go all day. Uh, no, it's a good point. I can't wait for that series, man. It's a legacy series yep, of both Steph and LeBron. Um, and a lot on the line for them legacy-wise. Uh, we'll talk a lot about that, of course, uh, as we get closer to that series. Uh, the Miami Heat did win game one. Jimmy Butler shows up. A shorthanded uh, Knicks squad, though. Um, and that that series gonna be over with pretty quick, isn't it? What it's, what about Jimmy? That's not what gonna, is Jimmy gonna do? That's not gonna last long. That this Miami Heat. Knicks oh series. man, the Knicks are gonna they gotta show up, man, because I got a wager out there. I need them to come on and show up. I need this to go <laughs> a little bit longer. Hey, uh, Jimmy Butler is questionable pretty much right now for oh, Game Two okay. after rolling his ankle late in Game One. Well, and Joel Embiid is out tonight for the matchup, so that's a big one too. Man, did, when you were watching Jimmy Butler at the end of that game, though, were you like, I don't know how much dog is in this guy, but it seems like more than his body can hold. I agree. I think that yeah. is the case, is, no doubt. Then that's, he is he is a beast. And just, he comes back and shoots free throws. Like, well, he'll shoot the free throws and come out. He's like, no, he's going to play. Jimmy's going to play. He, and you know what he told yeah, Spolster? He's like, play. if you take me out, we're fighting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know why? Because Jimmy going to do something. Exactly. Jimmy yeah. meant that. He's like, no, hey, we're going to fight. And we know what? I don't care if I'm a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. <laughs> I'll still win. <laughs> no, Jimmy. I love you're it. You're right. Jimmy, I would say this has this off, this off uh, postseason has really done a great thing for his legacy overall. Yep. He's getting this uh, street cred that I don't know if he had before. I'm not saying he wasn't deserving of it, but he's definitely getting more street cred this postseason that he's gotten in prior postseasons. Yep. Oh, because everybody just watched him completely by himself yeah, will this team right. to a victory called, yeah, over a, a one a seed. A Steph. You know, yeah, you're right, but put it on your back. Jimmy got more. Jimmy Butler was getting a lot more vitriol and angst from fans more than he was getting praise. Yeah. Yeah. Now that is flipped. He's getting way more praise yeah. than vitriol and angst. It's amazing when you beat Giannis and you yeah, beat the right. one seed and yeah. the best record and you beat them in a series when you're the eighth seed and everybody goes, oh, and Tyler Hero gets hurt That's and true. you're still winning. That, yeah. Like There's something to be said where you go, it's hard for me to talk too much trash right now and it may run out and, and it may fizzle out, but... It's been a hell of a run up to this point for him. I know. I love that Jimmy Jimmy Butler talks stuff talks trash when he's behind. Yeah, like he can be losing beginning of the game. He's yeah. still he's talking trash. He's like, he don't talk trash when he's like up by fifteen and figures, all right, now I'm safe. No, no, he's talking trash when he's down eight. <laughs> right, right, right. He's still talking, <laughs> still talking trash. Yeah. I love that. I love me some Jimmy Butler. All right, uh, who doesn't? We'll come back. Texas baseball. Uh, Arch loves some Texas baseball. Hmm. He's going to tell us what happened today. <sighs> Uh, we will break it I'll down. I'll break it down uh, with you. Yes, sadly enough. Right here on Ball <laughs> Don't Lie, wonderful on the horn.
Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick plays jams intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who may have had a tough weekend. Well, Texas baseball was having a decent weekend yep. until today. It was still a good week. I would say it was better than good because they went two. They won two out of three. So obviously that means that that's Texas. Yeah. yeah, you know they they were in third place. Well, tied for third place, um, just right out of the lead. And then they go out there and they perform not so well today. They used pretty much Johnny Holstaff, uh, Tanner Witt. That's the good news. Tanner Witt was able to come back and get his first action of the season. It didn't go as planned. He was supposed to uh mm-hmm. they wanted him to go an inning and he got he went two thirds of an inning. He didn't get the third out, gave up three runs. Um Texas jumped out to a two to nothing lead on another Garrett Gilmet home run, which he blasted out of the park. I mean it, this guy's been on fire. He leads the team in home runs with nine. So nice. this has been a good uh start for him, for him coming in as a transfer. Then you also look at what uh, the weekend gave you with uh, Porter, Porter Brown, being able to play against his old team. Yesterday's game, I know you heard it right here on the horn. Craig Way was very emphatic with the double play to end the game with the fly ball to short left field, and he threw a laser home, threw him out by like five feet, so I don't even know what that dude was doing. (laughs) But today was a tough day. A lot of guys got some action. They they didn't pitch well. They didn't pitch well at all. And TCU scrapping, going after it. They were able to persevere, and they won fifteen to uh, seven. Not a good look. Shout out to Dylan uh, Campbell, though. As I told you, he was going to get hot. He continued to stay hot, and he extended his hitting streak today to twenty three games. So that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, Texas have scored seven runs. Yeah, it was late. <laughs> Uh, it was late, probably it was late, a, yeah. a little too late for Texas to get any run support. But like you said, the pitching staff uh, did not really hold their own as well. So nope. uh, TCU with a, whew, just say drubbing of <laughs> yeah. the Texas Longhorns, fifteen to seven. Yeah, it was it was it was kind of tough to watch because I was watching it um, at lunch today, and I was like, okay, here we go. And then all of a sudden, you know, lack of control in the zone and and some things. They ended up giving up what nineteen hits today as well. Never good. <laughs> yeah, never I'm good. To figure out when it got out of hand. But uh, the, it started third, in the third in yeah, the fourth third inning. inning. They gave up that. a seven spot in the in the fourth yeah. inning. Yeah. So that's when it kind of it got loose. Because honestly, I got in my car to come to to the studio. I pulled up and I looked at Patrick and I was like. What happened? Yeah, you're like right. Like it happened that fast. It did. <laughs> I mean, basically, the, the third the third inning starts. Yes. And they're if you go basically okay, the end of like the the second inning, I think they're down three two. No, TCU's up three two. Texas is okay, yeah, oh, yeah, down yeah, three, three two. two. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, yeah. I mean, it gets from basically the third and fourth inning. By the end of the fourth inning, they're down by they're down twelve to two. Yes. I walked in here and I, two, I walked sorry. in Patrick's office and I was like, what just happened? So, I was like, something happened that fast? So two innings, basically. <laughs> it got away from him. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. But, um, hey, you know, it, it happens and it's part of it. But, but, again, the beauty of it all is that they went uh, – they won two out of three. They won the series. That was something that was very important because they didn't win the series last weekend and we were having – all kinds of conversations about what is expected of this baseball team and why is it happening this way and 
what's going on. So it's a it's a lot to digest. But hey, you get you get to play again. You get to play again. And this weekend they're on the road. Kansas? I think they're at Kansas this weekend. Yeah. yeah. You got Kansas Friday, Saturday, Sunday series against Kansas. Kansas isn't very good. No, they are not very good. (laughs) But we can't underestimate anybody, so they got to go over there and handle their business. But here's the deal. There's no midweek game this week, so they're off the entire week. I believe finals are right now. I think finals start this week, so then they'll be ready to go, and they're on the road at Kansas. Then they come back home next Tuesday against UT Arlington and then home against San Jose. And home against West Virginia. They finished the season at home after this week. It's crazy to think that the season's already starting to to get toward the end of the season. It's it's unbelievable. It went by fairly fast. It did go by really, really fast. This is the last road trip. Yeah, softball wraps up this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I mean, I remember the unfortunate start, the slow start for Texas, and a lot of people – um, panicking, mm-hmm, maybe freaking mm-hmm. out, overreacting to mm-hmm. that. Texas gets back uh, to their winning ways, going to win streak, uh, kind of find their identity, and now I think just going through adversity. Yep, that's exactly I right. Mean, but now, I mean, but now you should be able to smooth it out. Yeah, now you you're should, supposed to yes. be who you are. No, no, I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying now that you found your identity, you know who you are. You should be able to f- face that adversity and find solutions and ways to overcome it yep. as a team. And it, it's going to look different every time. Sometimes it'll be the pitching staff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your bats going to bail you out. You know, it just depends on the situation, on the matchup. Um, and I think that's what Longhorn fans are expecting from this team. Like you said, they they won the series. Yep. Um, just a very unfortunate end to that series uh, with a. Demonstrative <laughs> beat down. Yeah, it was uh, from not very TCU. good. Hey. Here's one of the things too, and one of the coaches that um, used to coach in college, he he hit us up on the Specs text line, and I agree with this. I I think we we try to throw. For me, I think we should be able to throw more fastballs. You should throw more fastballs. I think you could pitch better off of the fastball. And as I tell you this all the time, there are times when I can go up to the plate and look for a fastball and roll it over to the shortstop. There are yeah. times I can get a fastball and I'll pop it up. I think sometimes mm-hmm. Texas pitching, and it happens a lot all over the place, you try to be too fine with your pitching and not trust too your fastball. Yeah, yeah trying to do nuance. a little too much, yeah. throwing a lot of breaking balls. And when you're struggling to find your, your breaking ball, you should be able to rely on your fastball, and sometimes they don't pitch enough off of the fastball. Interesting. I've been very, very frustrated with a lot of breaking balls and a lot of off-speed. Sometimes just, just go after people. We get ourselves out. We're uh, not that smart at the Be aggressive. Play. Yeah. Be like Sark with the deep ball. Exactly. Just keep throwing. Just keep throwing it. You know what I'm saying? Keep throwing them, <laughs> keep throwing keep them breaking it. balls keep and stuff. Them, yeah. Just keep on Just keep doing it, man. It'll I believe in it, bro. I believe in it. <laughs> It'll work out sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's good stuff there. Uh, all right. So, Harge, uh, tomorrow, sorry, later on this week, they will uh, start up their series versus Kansas, Kansas Friday. On the road. All right. Uh, on so, the road. Longhorn Baseball with a little bit of a break. We'll take a and break. And I want to give a okay. shout out real quick to Texas oh. Tennis. They earned the number one overall seed in the NCAA championships. It just got uh, announced just a little while ago. They'll be hosting UTSA, Pepperdine, and Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, starting this weekend at the Texas Tennis Center. Is that women or men? That's men. Men. Yeah. Okay. And the women got the number eight overall seed. Okay. So a lot is Our going to be going. Our tennis teams are pretty badass, They are actually. pretty badass. Yeah. No, 100%. That's the best way well, no, I could have summed he, it up right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, they, you yeah. Know, they're they always in it. They're always in that championship conversation. I just hear the updates most of the time, but yeah. I hear those updates all the time. And the women got, the like I said, the number eight national seed, mm-hmm. and they'll be hosting the first and second rounds as well.
So we got tennis all weekend. They start on Friday and Saturday, and the men go Friday and Saturday. I bet Hart is going to be out there one of those those if my kids, tennis if matches. My, I got to check on what my kids got going on, <laughs> but there might be a possibility that your boy is peeking over the window. Have you ever played tennis? Yeah, I did, and I was not very good at it. I was it. terrible at it. My hand-eye coordination was good, but it was just the fact that that return, if, you, if you're if you playing against somebody that's really good at tennis, oh, it's not fun. Though, I mean, honestly, the, the, the balls come at you and they have some English on them. Oh, they, yeah, it's they, a lot of spin on that thing. Yeah, man, they bend. Yeah, like Beckham. No, they no. do. I, yeah. know I played tennis in high school. You yeah, did? you did. Yeah. It's tough. Nah, it's easy. It's easy. That's because, got it that's because you played it. <laughs> There's a lot of running. It is a lot of running. There's a lot of running. And also, no, it, is, it is worth it. Side to side. Of, your handout coordination has to be on point as you are running and sprinting from side to side. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of decision-making to be made oh. and placement. Yeah, there's a lot to it. But. It was brutal. I thought. I was like, oh, you know what? I got all this, oh, the, yes, the physical exactly. skills to be a great tennis player. No, I tried it. I was terrible. I played baseball. I can do this. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm good. No, I got hit there. with the ball like a couple of times. Stung, too. too. Like, oh, man, like missed yeah. the pop. Hit yeah. in the shoulder. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, oh, well, my pride more than anything. <laughs> That's what really like, Did you get hit by the tennis ball? <laughs> I was like, I need to go. I need to leave. Uh, I'll tell you what's worse. I need to leave. I, at one point, someone swinging for the same racket we we're playing, and I pulled my racket back real quick and hit myself in the eye <laughs> <laughs> and cut myself like how a wrestler does. Oh. And so blood's pouring down my face. As a tennis and player? And it, it didn't hurt at all either. That's yeah. the thing is it didn't really hurt. And I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I go go to the trainer. And I'm walking over to the trainer, and I go to the coach, and I'm like, hey, can I go to the trainer? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I go up, <laughs> and as I'm going, a car screeches to a stop in front of me, and I see myself in the window. Oh, no. And it's like dripping off my chin all down my face. And, I, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. What, what, how old are you then? Because this is 16. Oh, yeah. That's that's oh, yeah. actually disturbing. So you're like, something happened to this kid. Yeah. What's wrong with him? He's like a zombie through the parking lot, <laughs> bleeding profusely. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. Put any of it right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful. Another when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is- Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, before we get out of here, we'll let you know what's on tap. Okay, before we get out of here, I also have a, a question for Patrick because I found out something new about Patrick all the time. I found out today he was on the tennis team in high school. Um, and you didn't you didn't hear this, uh, Harch? I think you were like out that day for you were doing you were playing golf for six hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick also revealed 
that he has been hang gliding through the Alps? Is that what it was? Yeah, what? He hang gliding through the Swiss Alps, yes. I swear. They Say did. what? Yeah. <laughs> Told you. As a teenager, probably when he was playing on the tennis no, team. No, this is after, because this is after I graduated. Probably when he was playing on the tennis team. <laughs> when I graduated. He a whole other life. <laughs> yeah. He went paraphrasing through wait, the Swiss what? Alps. Okay, through the Swiss Alps. Yeah. Was something where you went? Yeah, no, there's another guy. He was strapped to yeah, another strapped human. Yeah, strapped to another human. Okay, still did it. Yeah. Okay, still yeah. did That's it. Still, that's, yeah, looks like man. What if you? What if he gets mad at you and just <laughs> let you go, dog? <laughs> You're trusting yeah. another human being. You're trusting. I wasn't gonna say anything offensive while I was up there. <laughs> hey, you man. know what, man? <laughs> hey, I'm sure you had to sign a waiver too. Oh, I'm sure I did. So he could have dropped you technically if like it's an accident. Yeah. <laughs> the guy died. He signed a waiver. Yeah. Well, right. first off, what in the <laughs> wide world of sports made you even think about doing that? Like, I, was why? In, I was in Europe after I graduated, <sighs> and uh, then they were like, "Hey, there's this thing you can sign up for, and it wasn't that expensive." And they just drive you up this mountain for like an hour, an hour, two hours, and then you run off the side of it and you float, you fly down. Run off the side of the mountain. Yeah. And he, oh oh, tell them what they would tell you as you are running. Oh, sometimes <laughs> they would tell you like to hold up. So you're running, and so if you go run down, it opens up. You picks you up, and you don't run off the edge. It picks you up, and you fly off, right? But if you're running down, and your your the cables get tied tied up, then they're like stop. And when we say stop, like stop, like fall on your butt, stop. Yeah, because if you if you keep going, you, keep, you might edge. fly off the edge yeah, or get yeah, carried yeah. off the edge by yeah. the thing, and then it's See, there's too many out. rules for this. Yeah, number one. So number mine, one rule is. I ain't doing it. No. So my head, I had to have to stop. I'd have to. You did yeah. one time? Yeah, we were running. They're like, stop, stop. And right. stop. Yeah, no, I, I would already took it all <laughs> off right there. Exactly. I took it all I'll off. Done on first, that first stop. Hey, I was here. <laughs> I was here. First stop. I was stop. ready. I yeah. was ready. You said stop because something went like, wrong. Then I'm all good. of a sudden, my emotions took the best of me, and I couldn't do it no more. That's exactly what would happen. Uh, I find out something new about wow. that all the time. Paraglide through the Swiss Alps. Yeah. Told you. I'm not that dude, Paragl- man. He was a different person before we met Patrick. I, look, I'm, I'm You lived a different I, life, I turned a different man. life before I turned 39 this month. I did a lot of things in my like when I was young and just didn't care. You, you, it was fun, man. I worked for a rock band for five years. I know. Like, I used to have a that seems, man. That seems like a lot better than trying to go through the Swiss Alps on somebody no, else's beautiful. back. <laughs> beautiful. No, <laughs> no. I my back. Yeah, yeah, he was strapped to another oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes it better. another man caressing him as he flew romantic. Through the I was going to say, were you the same way on the motorcycle? <laughs> hey, don't worry. If I ever do that, I will definitely have another man or woman strapped to my back as well. Not uh, going to do it. I ain't <laughs> built right. like that, bro. Uh, what's on time for you tonight? I'm going to watch some of this basketball right here and try to figure out, are they going to be, and try to figure out what James Harden was wearing. That's what's going to be my, it's Met Gala night. Oh, and I, that's what I was thinking. He was preparing for the Met Gala. If he's going to wait to the strip club. Probably because he got in trouble earlier this week. <laughs> he was out the night before the playoffs. Uh, all right, Patrick, what you got on tap, brother? Uh, NBA playoffs. Also, Astros are on FS1 tonight. So if you don't normally get to watch oh, Astros, yeah, they're on go. FS1 tonight. Nice. I like that. Uh, I'm watching NBA tonight as well. Also, my favorite show, Secession. Got to watch that tonight as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, Revolution will not be televised. We're talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. More importantly, take care of each other. Peace.